Hello and welcome. You are listening to the Ditch Decade Diets Podcast. I am your host, Lorna Perozo, certified food freedom coach and founder of the Ditch Decade Diets Academy. I've spent 10 years in an unhealthy relationship with food, binge eating, over-exercising, and feeling insecure in my body. This podcast is all about helping you get to the root of your food struggles and teaching you how to rewire your brain so you can end binge eating. If you're ready to improve your relationship with food and cultivate more self-love towards yourself and your health, this is the podcast for you. So let's get to it and jump right in. Hello, everybody. Welcome to this live training. I am so excited to share with you nine tips on how to prevent a binge when going out for dinner. I know going out for whether it's lunch, whether it's brunch or breakfast or dinner, I know that a lot of the times this can turn into a binge for many, many people. I know that it did for myself many, many times in the past. And I've learned a lot through, you know, healing my relationship with food, conquering binge eating. I've really mastered going out for dinner and not binging, not even feeling the urge to binge, being able to naturally stop eating when I'm full. So I want to share with you today, nine tips that will help you for the next time that you go out for dinner that will help to prevent a today. I want to talk about what you can do when going out for dinner to prevent a binge. Okay. There's nine different things I'm going to share with you. The first one is you have to make sure that you have something in your system before going out to dinner. Now I'm not going to be one of those coaches that says like, you know, make sure to have a full on meal before going out to dinner, because that doesn't make sense either. And I know you guys know that, but at the same time, if you're going out for dinner, I actually went out for dinner with Andrew's family and my family this past weekend, and it was at five 30. So I made sure to have something. I didn't eat at three o'clock or four o'clock or even two o'clock, but I made sure that I had a good solid meal so that when I went out for dinner, I was still hungry, of course, because you want to be able to enjoy your food. But so often people just don't eat because it's like, I got to save up calories or I remember when I was tracking my macros, I had to, I would eat like lettuce. (laughs) I would eat like lettuce and like a little bit of protein throughout the day because I wanted to make sure that I had enough macros to order what I wanted to eat. But what ended up happening is like, that would stress me out. I wouldn't be satisfied. I'd get the urge to binge. And then by the time I went out for dinner, I just like wasn't even hungry. So the first tip is to make sure that you have something at least breakfast or a lighter lunch before you actually go out for dinner. So you're, you're hungry, but you're not hangry. Okay. You're hungry, but you're not hangry. That's really important. Now, number two is to order what you actually want, not what you think you should order. Now, every single time that I went out for dinner in the past, 
it was always in the back of my mind. What's the lowest calorie option? What's the healthiest option? What's going to have no flavor? What's going to have zero sauces? What's going to have zero butter, zero oil. And it's fine to be health conscious because I'm very health conscious and I would rather have something that's not drenched in sauces. Cause that's not going to make me feel good. My stomach gets like so bloated afterwards, but if you're constantly just focusing on calories versus satisfaction, you're going to eat the meal. You're not going to feel satisfied. And the likelihood of you going home and just binging on what actually satisfies you is very high. I've done this so many times. The clients that I work with tell me that this happens all the time. So what sounds good? What do you actually want? So when we went out for dinner this weekend, I was like really craving, they had this basil uh, pesto pasta and it looked so good. It was actually one of their signature um, uh, dishes on the menu. It's like highlighted. And I was like, that looks so good. But my past self would be like, oh, there's too much sauce on the chicken and it's pasta and it's carbs. But I freaking enjoyed myself because I ordered what I wanted to order. I didn't order what I thought I should have, like a salad or something that was very plain. I ordered what I wanted and it was delicious. I stopped when I was full and I was able to move on. My sister actually ordered it as well, too. It was just so, so, so good. So that's really the second tip. Like, actually decide what it is that you want. Get rid of the little voice inside of your mind that says it's too high calorie, that's too much sauce, it's too high in fat, and order what you want, okay? Now, the third tip, something along those lines, is stop worrying what other people that you're with is ordering, okay? So if nobody else wants appetizers and you want an appetizer, you freaking go get the appetizer, okay? If you want sweet potato fries and everybody else is ordering a salad on the side, you do you. You get the side of sweet potatoes. So when we went out this weekend, my sister and I wanted an appetizer, so we got sweet potato fries. So nobody else wanted them. They, they like picked a little bit when we like brought it around, but we wanted to order it. I don't say nobody else is ordering it. Maybe I shouldn't. Or am I the only one? Maybe I shouldn't do that. No, we wanted it. So we got it. So stop worrying about what other people are ordering and start having what it is that you actually want, whether it's dessert, whether it is, you know, pizza and everybody else is ordering a salad or on the flip side, if you want to order, let's say a salad and everybody else is ordering, let's say pizza or burgers, but maybe you don't feel like that. You don't have to justify either, right? There's a lot of times that I go out and I get like a steak and vegetables because that just sounds really good. I love steak so much. And usually I order a steak because I love it right? It's what I actually want. And sometimes other people might order like burgers and fries and whatever. Great. Everybody can choose what they want, but you have to decide what you want for you, not ordering something based off of what the majority of people are ordering. Okay. That's really important. Now, the fourth tip that I have for you is to stop seeing going out for dinner as like a special occasion. And this is really important because 
when you don't go out for dinner a lot, it can feel like this is like a once in a lifetime opportunity or like a once in a month opportunity, right? You're going to like put it on a pedestal and you're going to think to yourself, well, I don't do this often. So I might as well go all in. I might as well finish my entire plate, even if I'm full, because I won't do this maybe next week. Like I'm not going to be able to do this for like another month or how often maybe you go out for dinner. So we have to stop seeing it as like a special occasion and just see it as like, you're having dinner, just like you would do it at home. You're doing it at the restaurant. Yes. We know the restaurant adds more sauces and, you know, all the things, right. We know that we're not going to try to like hide that. That's the truth, but we have to just kind of normalize it. Like I'm just going out for dinner and not placing so much of the focus on the food, but rather the people that you're with, like engaging conversation and have a good time. Don't see it as this like big duda because whenever you do, it's like you get into the mindset of like, well, I'm already messing up. So I'm going to come home and also finish the ice cream and the chocolate and the cookies because it was a free for all today. So I might as well just like keep going and then tomorrow I'll get back on track. So we really want to avoid that. Okay. Now, number five, which I kind of talked about was to be present into engaging conversations. Like I said, going out for dinner, yes, of course, you're going to enjoy the delicious food. The food is going to be good. You want to enjoy your time. But at the same time, like going out for dinner is a way to connect with other people, right? You meet up with people. So on the weekend, Andrew's parents and my parents got together. And it was actually so funny because I was looking at old photos on my phone. And I saw the photo of when we went out together with our families. This was five years ago. And I checked the date and it was actually the exact date five years ago that we went out for dinner. And on the 24th of September, that's also when we went out for dinner in 2022, this year. So 2017, we went out September 24th. And this year we went out September 24th. It was just kind of crazy, like kind of wild that it kind of worked out on the same date. Um, but the whole point was like catching up and, you know, celebrating and all those things, right? Like having good conversations, being present. It's not all about the food. If you focus all on the food, you're going to be so consumed about the calories and am I eating too much? And you're going to really miss out on making memories with the people that you love. So that's really, really important. Now, the second, the sorry, the sixth tip is to actually slow down. I know the food at the restaurant is really good. And as soon as it like lands in front of your face, you're like, it's go time. But we have to remember it takes 20 minutes for your brain to register that it's full, that it's satisfied. So slow down your eating, put your utensils down, ask yourself, like, am I getting full? Is this satisfying? So what I did this past weekend, I would like put down my fork and I would just like take a moment, assess how do I feel? Because when we're so when we're eating super fast, there is no time to assess. 
There is no time to connect to your body. There is no time to say, is this good? Is this satisfying? How am I feeling? You're in autopilot mode, right? And we think we're going to enjoy it so much more if we just eat it super fast. But you enjoy it so much more when you actually slow down. You savor each bite and you check in with your body. I was able to stop when I was full because I had those little mini checkpoints, because I had those little mini checkpoints of how does this food make me feel? Am I satisfied? Am I full? And I realized like, whoa, I'm getting full pretty fast. And this was like a large portion, but number one, it was what I wanted to order. So I was satisfied really quickly. And number two, like there was the protein, there was the pasta, the vegetables, there was just a lot. So that's the sixth tip is to slow down. Number seven is to take leftovers home. Now hear me out. So often when you're going out for dinner, it's like I paid for this food. I'm going to eat it all. I'm not going to waste any single bite. That used to be my mentality. And I know it's a lot of people's mentality because of course you're, you're spending money on this food. It's not a dollar when you go out for dinner. So you want to make sure that you're getting the most out of your meal. I totally get that. But if you are already full and you're continuing to eat, it's actually not satisfying. It would actually be way more satisfying for you if you took leftovers home and you enjoyed it a second time. For me, I actually get so excited because I'm like, ooh, I get to eat this meal twice. Like it's a it's a double win. I don't just get to enjoy it tonight. I can enjoy it tomorrow. So for me, I actually I actually finished my meal and there was quite a lot on my plate. Cause like I said, it was really filling and really satisfying. So I packed it up and I brought it home. I actually didn't end up eating it the next day. Cause I left it at Andrew's parents' house, but whatever. But that's the thing. It's like, you don't have to finish everything on your plate just because you paid for it. Just because you're out for dinner, package it up, enjoy the rest tomorrow. You guys, when you're already full, like you think you're going to enjoy it, it's not that pleasurable. So pause, remind yourself you can eat it again tomorrow when you're actually hungry and satisfied. Now, the eighth tip I have for you guys is after after you finish dinner and let's say you get home, if you are still craving something, if you are still wanting something, have it. One of the clients that I work with inside of the Ditch Decade Diets Academy client, she told me that a lot of the times after going out for dinner, she'll like come home and she'll want like a piece of chocolate. And I'm like, there's nothing wrong with that. But so often we think like, well, I shouldn't because I already went out for dinner and like, you know, I shouldn't need something, but if you want a piece of chocolate, have a piece of chocolate. Heck, on the weekend, it was also, uh, we were celebrating a birthday as well too when we got home and we ended up having cake and dessert and like, I actually wanted it, right? There are some times where I'm like, I don't need it, but sometimes I want it and there has to be zero judgment. If you want something sweet when you get home, maybe you didn't get dessert at the restaurant because maybe it didn't sound good, 
You can have something when you get home. If you're still hungry, have something when you get home. Like there are zero rules. We have to stop putting so much pressure on ourselves and stop depriving ourselves. Okay. Stop depriving yourselves. If you want something, have it really important. Okay. Now, number nine, which I think all of you guys know, but it's just a gentle reminder is to not restrict your food the next day. We all know this, but how tempting is it when you're like, oh, I ate so many calories. I have to make up for it. But you guys know that it will always, 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 always backfire into a binge because when you don't eat enough, right? Let's say the next day you're, you're like, oh, maybe I'm going to stop eating the carbs or I'm just going to skip breakfast. Like your body is going to be hungry. And when you don't eat enough calories, that actually makes your binge urges so much stronger. And you're going to be obsessing about food all day. You're going to be obsessing about the fact that you can't eat. You're telling yourself that you can't eat. So if you are really wanting to stop your binges, you would not restrict the next day. You would say, maybe that's my old brain, but I know better now. I'm ready for food freedom. I am ready to break free from binge eating. And I'm no longer going to engage in these self-sabotaging behaviors that actually propel the binge cycle. I am done with that. I am done with this uh, restriction. I am done with depriving myself. I am ready to eat normally. That means eating regularly throughout the day as if maybe you didn't go out for dinner. Like, how would you eat if you didn't go out for dinner? You would probably have your breakfast, your lunch, your dinner, your snacks, whatever. It would be normal. Now, of course, maybe if you're not as hungry for breakfast the next morning, because maybe you're still a little bit full or whatever, that's fine. You can have a little bit of a lighter breakfast or wait a little bit longer. If you're still full, you have to obviously see how your body feels, but we're not skipping meals. We're not skipping breakfast. We're not saying I have to make up for yesterday. When you do that, when you restrict the next day, again, going back to, I think it was like point number four, you're putting it, you're putting going up for dinner on a pedestal. If you just eat normally, it signals to the brain, you did nothing wrong. Nothing needs to change. But if you restrict yourself and then you plan and then you don't eat the next day, it's like, oh, it's like we make it a big deal. It's not a big deal going out for dinner. So treat it like that. Do not restrict your food the next day. Just enjoy your meals regularly as if, you know, it's a normal day because it is. You just went out for dinner. It's not that big of a deal. Okay. And of course, I know it can feel really scary and stuff like that. I've had to work through it a lot, but, you know, I always focus on like, you guys, life is too short to be stressing out about what you're going to be eating when you go up for dinner. Life is way too short to be spending the entire week leading up to going out for dinner, stressing and planning and shifting macros and, and eating less throughout the week so that you can, you know, eat, go out for dinner. Like none of that, you're not compensating. You're not justifying. You don't have to make any tweaks with your food. You get to just eat normally. And when you start to do this, you build self-trust when you go out for dinner and you know, you normalize it. You don't have this all or nothing mentality. You don't feel the need to eat everything. In fact, the people that we were with, 
um, you know, when it was time for dessert, they're like, oh, no, I don't want anything. Like we eat dessert all the time. Like I don't need anything today. I'm full. So when you have something a lot, you don't feel the need to overdo it. But if you were somebody who never a lot, like who, who maybe sees eating dessert as bad, or you don't have it very often. Well, when you, when you go out for dinner, because you think that going out for dinner is bad, it's like, Ooh, I should also order the dessert. And you'd think like, why isn't anyone else ordering it? You know, but if they have it all the time, it's not a big deal. If somebody goes out for dinner regularly, they're not going to have this need to like eat absolutely everything because they know that they can just go back next month or next week or however long. So this is really, really important to know people who eat normally don't have the all or nothing mentality. They don't feel like they have to eat everything because they paid for it. They listen to their body. They eat when they're hungry. They slow down. They focus on the company. They're present. They enjoy the food. Absolutely. But they also know their limits and they can stop when they're full because it's not a big special occasion. Okay. So those are the tips that I have for you. Going out for dinner should be fun. It should be exciting. It shouldn't be the most scariest thing. It should be an exciting time for you and your loved ones, your friends. Um, so that's what I want to share with you today. So thank you so much for listening to this episode. If you know that healing body image is the next step for you and you want to feel confident in your own skin, make peace with what you see in the mirror and truly respect your body, you can join my program Body Image Boost, which is starting in just a few days. I know the holidays are coming up. I know it can be triggering being around family, seeing people you haven't seen in a while, taking photos, and you deserve to show up, be so present and feel so confident in your own skin. This program is designed to heal your body image struggles, release limiting beliefs, and be able to see yourself as more than a body. So come join us. You can register by clicking the link down below in the show notes. We are starting next week. I'm so excited. If you have any questions, you can DM me, send me over a message, but definitely come and join us. You are going to feel so proud of yourself after this. You are going to see your body, see yourself in a new lens, cultivate so much more self-love towards yourself and you deserve it. So I'm so excited to support you in this program. Thank you so much for listening to this episode. I hope you have a beautiful rest of your day and we'll chat soon.